This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. A question I'm asked most often these days is, what should we expect in 2021? So far, it looks like this year is going to be plagued by more of the same brand of madness, mayhem, manipulation, and tyranny that dominated 2020. Frankly, I'm sick of it. The hypocrisy, the double standards, the delusional belief by Americans at every point along the political spectrum that politics and politicians are the answer to what ails the country, when for most of our nation's history, politics and politicians have been the cause of our woes. Consider, for years now, Americans with sheep-like placidity have tolerated all manner of injustices and abuses meted out upon them by the government. Police shootings of unarmed individuals, brutality, corruption, graft, outright theft, occupations, and invasions of their homes by militarized police. Roadside strip searches, profit-driven incarcerations, profit-driven wars, egregious surveillance, taxation without any real representation, a nanny state that dictates every aspect of their lives, lockdowns, overcriminalization, and so on and so on, without ever saying enough is enough. Only now do Americans seem righteously indignant enough to mobilize and get active, and for what purpose? Politics again? They're ready to go to the mat over which corporate puppet will get the honor to serve as the smiling face on the pig for the next four years. Talk about delusion and being in the grips of psychopaths. A perfect example of how farcical, topsy-turvy, and downright perverse life has become in America. Listen to this. While President Trump doles out medals of commendation and presidential pardons to political cronies who have done little to nothing to advance the cause of freedom, Julian Assange rots in prison for daring to blow the whistle on the U.S. government's war crimes. You'd think that Americans would be outraged over such abject pandering to the very swamp that Trump pledged to drain, but that's not what has the right and the left so worked up. No, they're still arguing over whether dead men voted in the last presidential election. Either way, no matter which candidate lost to the other, it was always going to be the deep state that won. And so you have it. Reduced to technicalities, distracted by magicians' con games, and caught up in the manufactured, highly script contest over which beauty contestant wears the crown, we have failed to do anything about the world falling apart around us. Literally. Our economy, at least as it impacts the vast majority of Americans as opposed to the economic elite, is in a shambles. Our infrastructure is falling apart. Our government has been overtaken by power-hungry predators and parasites, and our ability and the fundamental right to govern our own lives is being usurped by greedy government operatives who care nothing for our lives or our freedoms. Folks, our ship of state is being transformed into a ship of fools. We stand utterly defenseless in the face of a technological revolution brought about by artificial intelligence and wall-to-wall surveillance that is reorienting the world as we know it. Despite the mounting high-tech encroachments on our rights, we have been afforded a paltry amount of legislative and judicial protections. Indeed, corporate America has more rights than we do. We stand utterly powerless 
in the face of government bureaucrats and elected officials who dance to the tune of corporate overlords and do what they want, when they want, and with whomever they want at taxpayer expense with no thought or concern for the plight of those they are supposed to represent. To this power elite, we the people are good for only two things, our tax dollars and our votes. In other words, folks, they just want your money. We stand utterly helpless in the face of government violence that is meted out both at home and abroad. Indeed, the systemic violence being perpetrated by agents of the government, inflicted on unarmed individuals by battlefield-trained SWAT teams, militarized police, and bureaucratic government agents trained to shoot first and ask questions later, has done more collective harm to the American people and their liberties than any single act of terror or mass shooting. We stand utterly silenced in the face of government and corporate censors and a cancel culture that, in their quest to not offend certain viewpoints, are all too willing to eradicate views that do not conform. In this way, political correctness has given way to a more insidious form of groupthink and mob rule. We stand utterly locked down in the face of COVID-19 mandates, restrictions, travel bans, and penalties that are acclimating the populace to unquestionably accede to the government's dictates, whatever they might be, as long as they are issued in the name of national security, no matter how extreme or unreasonable. We stand utterly intimidated in the face of red flag laws, terrorism watch lists, contact tracing programs, zero tolerance policies, and all other manner of police state tactics that aim to keep us fearful and compliant. We stand utterly indoctrinated in the collective belief that the government, despite its long-standing pattern and practice of corruption, collusion, dysfunction, immorality, and incompetence, somehow represents we the people. Despite all this, despite how evident it is that we are mere tools to be used and abused and manipulated for the power elite's own diabolical purposes, we somehow fail to see their mechanizations for what they truly are, thinly veiled attempts to overthrow our republic and enslave the citizenry in order to expand their power and wealth. It is a grim outlook for the next year, but it is not completely hopeless. If hope is to be found, it will be found in those of us who do not rely on politicians that promise to fix what is wrong, but instead do their part at their local levels to right the wrongs and fix what is broken. I'm referring to the builders, the thinkers, the helpers, the healers, the educators, the creators, the artists, the activists, the technicians, the food gatherers and distributors, and every other person who does their part to build up rather than destroy. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, we the people are the hope for a better share. Not Trump, not Biden, and not the architects and enablers of the American police state. Until we can own up to that truth, until we can forge our own path back to a world in which freedom means something again, we're going to be stuck in this wormhole of populist anger, petty politics, and destruction that is pitting us one against the other. In that scenario, no one wins. There is a meme circulating on social media that goes like this, and I'm quoting. If you catch 100 red fire ants as well as 100 large black ants and put them in a jar, at first nothing will happen. However, if you violently shake the jar and dump them back on the ground, the ants will fight until they eventually kill each other. The thing is, the red ants think the black ants are the enemy and vice versa, when in reality the real enemy is the person who shook the jar. This is exactly what's happening in society today. 
liberal versus conservative, black versus white, pro-mask versus anti-mask. The real question we need to be asking ourselves is who's shaking the jar and why? Whether red ants will really fight black ants to the death is a question for the biologists, but it's an apt analogy of what's playing out before us on the political scene and a chilling lesson in social engineering. So, before you get too caught up in the circus politics and conveniently timed spectacles that keep us distracted from focusing too closely on the government's power grabs, first ask yourself, who's really shaking the jar? The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.